Welcome to the Spicy PL Podcast. Wow. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Spicy PL Pod. This is episode 27. I'm uh, Big Babble, a.k.a. Alex, here with Big Joe Cap, and via Zoom, <laughs> we got the Peachy, a.k.a. Jimmy. Well, Jimmy I feel like we gotta we gotta um replace errors and omissions with this little segment at the behest of Peachy. Because uh, you know, if you watched episode twenty six, you saw we interviewed uh Jimmy Kolb. Great guy. We had a great time and we learned a lot. And I think we're gonna sign up for his Patreon so we can see what the fuck he does six days a week. But um, you know, you may have also noticed that Peachy was in the Zoom, not with us. Why is that, Peachy? Oh, well, I got uh, I got COVID in Vegas. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> See, me and me and me and Alex were surprised that you can actually bring a virus back from Vegas. We thought yeah. it was that's not allowed. You know, whatever happens stays. <clears throat> yeah, I think viruses yeah. are the only thing that you can get in Vegas. Yeah. Like you can if you you know bang a hooker in vegas and get the clap like you can coming, get the virus coming back so yeah. you should have known this it's like in the hangover when the when the dad is like what happens in vegas stays in vegas except for herpes that shit will come back. yeah <laughs> except for covid forever except for covid yeah that shit yeah. will stay with you for five to ten days so it was a work trip yeah. peachy right yeah oh yeah yeah so you know did yeah, you just sick. did you just work or did you do anything else you know anything else sinister nah. I mean, it was just basically work. To be honest with you, the the instance where I felt like I probably got the fucking COVID was when I was walking down the strip, like aimlessly looking for a new restaurant to go to on the first day. There was like so many fucking people walking down the strip. And I was like, yeah, like if there was an instance where I was yeah. going to get COVID, it was like in that exact moment. No masks. But no, people were wearing masks outside. Like yeah. there were some people who weren't. It's just there were just so many fucking people walking around. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was in Salem and I saw and there was a bunch of people. I felt like the same way, like the paranoia. But anyway, you sound like you're all right. We're, we're glad that. Yeah, we're glad you're able to like, still do the pod with us, especially a double pod, man. Yeah. We got you got you working. We just recorded with Jimmy and oh, now yeah. we're we're back. You probably tell <laughs> we're in the same clothes anyway. Or like. Peachy better get a fucking test before he comes back and tries to train with us. And then he did. He and then he was positive. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, good thing. So, yeah, moral of the story is, you know, if you're going on a work trip, it's okay. But, you know, be careful and uh, get tested. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, we just uh, we just had our, our, our other podcast with Jimmy. But this one, there's a lot of shit that's been going on in the world of powerlifting. This past weekend, like basically everybody lifted. Everybody meet, lifted, or a meet, or you know, a mock meet, or oh shit, something a else. Mock meet. You know, so like uh, we have a lot of shit to talk. A lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot and to recap, <laughs> a lot to give our opinion on. You know, our top performers of the weekend, our our worst performers of the yeah, weekend. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the rankings at the you end. Know, I think I think uh, you know it's gonna be. Pretty, uh, pretty it's gonna be epic, but I want to start it off on a positive note because this is one of our most beloved individuals. You know, it's kind of in the it's 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 in the honeymoon stage, but this guy would never disappoint us as a person. Charlie Yang, one of our favorite dudes. Me and nice Alex guy. were lucky enough, lucky enough, 
to meet Charlie Yang um, in Fort Collins and um, eat, I, yeah, share Korean barbecue, and he's just an amazing guy. And you know, he competed at 59 kilo weight class. He competed at the Winter Wrecker meet, Virginia Winter Wrecker, which. You know, we, we'll talk about this meet a little later, too, a little bit more about the logistics, because they had some crazy LED screens and shit like that. Yeah, that's true. I didn't like that, because well, they weren't our LED screens. They weren't They weren't audio spectrum or visual spectrum. Yeah. So, um, you know, but it looked like, a, you know, all jokes aside, it looked like a really cool meet, and there were a lot of really top quality competitors there. Um, and Charlie, you know, squatted 446. Bench 319 and pulled 606, which ties, I think, the open IPF world record. Um, all at 59 kilos body weight. He made weight. And uh, he I think he missed a 628 deadlift on his third. And he actually missed a couple squats on depth. So that was just his opener. But nevertheless, I believe it was an American record deadlift in total. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so the American. He did it on his second attempt deadlift. Yeah, so pretty <laughs> badass. Um, I mean, I. I wish he squatted more. I'm sure he does too. You know, I'm trying to do math in my head. Like, how is Charlie Yang going to beat Fedesenko? Right? That's all I'm trying to figure out. What's he need? What, what's Fedesenko's total? I gotta, I gotta find out what it is now. I feel like it's like six sixty or six sixty point five might be the raw world record. Hmm. So you looking it up, Peachy? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to open powerlifting it right now. All right. While you do that, let's just not forget to mention that this podcast is sponsored by Quest Nutrition and Athletics. Oh, yeah. We get so excited. Our sometimes. main sponsor. We just get excited to start the podcast, but we can never forget about Quest. Um, I started drinking hardcore. We were we were drinking hardcore, and we were only doing three scoops a night, and then I, st- I actually started reading the instructions, and now I think I'm supposed to be taking like four or five scoops a day. You're supposed to split it into multiple drinks, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I, I like um, I like jack my shoulder up, equip squatting and, and equip benching this past weekend. So I, I'm just trying to like heal my joints a bit. So I've just been drinking hardcore collagen <laughs> and uh, Tiny Mika recommended GLC 2000. So I've been just pounding those and my joints actually it. feel pretty good. But I'm just going to keep drinking hardcore till I don't hurt anymore. See if that works. You're in the super recovery right super, now. Super duper recovery. Yeah. Um, yeah, but check out, check out quest, Sherman Ledford, James Vang, you know, they're the guys, man, buy, buy, buy your supplements and equipment from other powerlifters. Don't, you know, don't buy crap on the internet. Yeah. Go to their website. Yeah. We we like to say that when you buy shit from Amazon, you're buying it from Jeff Bezos. So don't buy it from Jeff Bezos. We call Jeff Bezos for a lot of things, Yeah, but we wouldn't call Jeff Bezos for our, uh, our supplements and our powerlifting gear. Yeah, don't buy it from Jeff Bezos. So anyway, anyway, Peachy, I think Charlie Yang totaled 622.5, which is American record. What do you got for Fetty Senko? Uh, it looks like Fetty actually did. Now, the, granted, this is a conversion from open powerlifting, but it says 669.5. And, and the reason why it's not 670 is because they have his deadlift down at 598. Yeah, so it was a. That was some kind of world. No, it was a chip. It was a chip, probably. Yeah. 271 so, or yeah, some shit like that. 669 and a half is what I have from open power. All right. So it's even higher. So we got to find like 50 keys for Charlie Yang. And and that's, I mean, I think he, at some point he's going to be able to pull 300 keys. So let's just give him 25 there. And then I think he can squat another, he could squat another 20 Yeah, pretty I, soon. He, he missed his, his attempts on depth, but he's looked really strong in the squat. 
And then, uh, you know, he's just going to have to bench a tad more. And there's our 50 keys. Yeah, he's so young. I think he can put a little bit on the bench over time. And and I think um, it's probably like the weight cut might affect the squat this time around. Yeah. He'll get it figured out. He's a special guy. I mean, he he went one for three and salvaged a really good day. I mean, he just stuck with it, just put his blinders on. So we're proud of Charlie Yang. I got to shoot him a DM and just say what's up. Um, next is is a good one, and I'm just going in the order you, I wrote them. You want to just go with the meat, you know? Oh, you want to go up the up through the weight class? Char- no, Charlie Yang. He did he did a meet. You know, were there anybody else? At that meet. That same meet. I got yeah. I got I got four people here okay. that did Let's that just meet. Stay with that meet. All right, well we got Ashton. Okay. Ashton Rushka. And super impressive shit. Ashton at one oh five and he's he still only weighed ninety eight or I something. To, I have to take my words back that I said I think Ashton's not gonna lift as much in this second meet that, as in that first one. As in that first one because I thought he was gonna be messed up. And, yeah. You know, he lost a bunch of weight in between and, and, you know, peaking and reducing his volume might screw him up. And that Bryce Lewis is going to have a bigger total for this year. But uh, what was I wrong? Well, we'll talk about Bryce right after we talk about Ashton, too. Um, 793 squat, 457 bench, and an 844 deadlift, all adding up to a 950.5 kilo total, which, again, is another American record would just obliterate the current world record, um, uh, you know. Yeah, so you had some something to say about this my stuff, a little bit. You know, I I don't have a problem with the total. I mean, I, I I Ashen works super hard. He's a freak lifter. I love to see the shit he did. But this is where I start to get a problem, and we're gonna go down this list. And there's other other things is where I don't think they should have because of COVID-19 start letting American records be broken at local meets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ashton's squat was questionable on depth. I actually think it was in, but I think, I think other people might have an argument that it might've been high. He kind of pause, yeah. pauses everything, but it looks like it's not like he's pausing in the absolute bottom of the hole. He's, he's stopping yeah, well, he somewhere like, around parallel. He has like a weird thing where he kind of just like, I don't know if it's even in, like, it's not intentional. He just kind of like, yeah, he, he like stutters in the hole. But the the one view we all saw was like that view that was like on the King of the Lifts and like uh, Sean Sean Noriega's thing. It's like kind of from the front like side. Yeah, you angle. can see it. you can kind of see you his can hip. Kind of see the hip, but you know it's borderline up for sure. But I th- I think you know, I think you if I was in the chair, I would have white lighted it. You could probably give it to him. You know the bench. You know his bench. Not to say it's pedestrian, but it's the only lift that he's not gonna you know either set the world record or be near the world record in any bench. A nice clean 457 and 105, which is super impressive. The deadlift is the one I have the most problem with, and not that Ashen did anything wrong, um, but the 383 on the second attempt, it was bobbled. The bar went down, and did he lift it? Did he kill that weight? Yeah, um, but I mean that's why we compete because we compete to these certain standards. How many times we've been called for the, a slight downward motion on a bench, squat, or deadlift? And, you know, if you did that in the gym, you'd be like, wow, awesome training lift. I got to clean it up. But you shouldn't get credit for it in the meet. Um, you know, and I, I, he didn't make his third attempt dead. So, you know, I don't really have a huge problem with his total at the end of the day because I think he would have came back and got that. But I think 100% at a national meet or international meet, he would have been coming back to retake that second attempt. And, and I don't think there's anybody who can argue that the bar went down. I think it's valid. I watched it. Yeah. Peach, you yeah, gonna look I at mean, these? When when I was watching the squat too, 
I thought it was high, to be honest with you. But the the thing is, is like, you know, he just smoked it. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I think as he yeah. gets more comfortable with the weight, he's going to be he's going to be more comfortable taking it a little bit lower and he'll still kill it. I mean, it, it looked like an opener. I mean, it was really fast. So yeah, I mean, squat is kind of like whatever. You know, it's kind of whatever. Like, yeah, it's whatever. You know, national, next nationals, he'll bury it, be fine. He'll bury but 370. I'm with you on the deadlift too. You know, the 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 deadlift. It was. I mean, he should have got red lights, but you know. Yeah, I think he. I I do truly think he comes back and gets it, and the total is the same. But I still question that. Why are we letting American records be? You know, be set at local meets. Like, yeah, you have to have the American record judges, but. They're probably also all from that state, which, and when you, you know, we've talked about this before, when you get in a room and there's really impressive shit going on, it's really hard for some of these judges to, to stay honest. Not that they're trying to do anything wrong, but you kind of get this like a hometown advantage, a hometown advantage or, or you get starstruck by a certain lifter, which is, you know, understandable, but you know, lifters at refs at nationals and worlds, they don't do that. So it's just yeah. tough. Yeah. I mean like, you know they have that hometown thing where the you know, judges of a basketball game are more likely to to help out the home team, right? Or something like statistically, yeah. you're gonna win more times. But the thing with powerlifting, and I think like this is like a social thing, is that everybody's rooting for the person on the platform, and there's no like competition. So it's not like you have to be unbiased like between two people. It's just like if everyone's rooting for that person, and you're just listening to the crowd, and you're the judge. It's like if you red light them it's like you're going against everybody so you, there's more social pressure i think for the yeah. judges when everybody's all excited and rooting for that person so uh, yeah, you know we said at the happens. arnold it's like when there's yeah, we call it arnold fever like sh you see crazy lists get passed at the arnold and it might have been the same this meet not that they had five thousand people but there's a big crowd and there's lights and there's led walls you don't want to hear the gasp from the crowd like oh oh he lifted it but it's no good that kind of thing you want everybody to cheer and go crazy and have a great show and and you know, and I'm not not take away. I'm not taking away anything from Ashton's lifts. Like I said, I think the total ends up around the same. So sure, should he be the holder of the American record 105 total? Probably, but you know, I just I just think it's setting a bad precedent. Um, there's a lot of shit getting passed. It's it's not the first time that I've questioned this whole hometown hero thing with American records being able to get set. Because once shit goes back to normal, those records might stand for a long time. Because then they got to be done super clean. Yeah, I mean, just to go back to it, it's like at national meets there is competitiveness. There's people that are going to challenge challenge things. You know, the judges. There's also a jury. There's a jury. The judges really need to be more on their toes and more honest, and they're they're being held more accountable. But in a local meet where everyone's cheering for that person, like what, why, like, you know, they're going to. Like, I think oh, the jury's a big, big of a dick. I think the jury's a big thing. Uh, a national yeah. meet jury. So that really like it makes a difference, but. Because I think Ashen got one red light on his squat, and if at a national meet, I'm, I'm, I think it's fifty fifty that the jury doesn't get up and overturn that if it's part of the prime time or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, so, I want to talk about Bryce a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about Bryce. Uh, his meet, he was supposed to do the meet um, this week, this weekend, this upcoming weekend, the week after Ashen competed, and that meet got canceled. I just think it's fucking crazy because there were literally a million meets last weekend and then a week later, um, meeting Granite's in Colorado. I don't know the situation out there, what the laws are, but that's also canceled. Um, 
you guys are doing a meet in December here, and we've talked to the organizer, Eric, one of our listeners. What up, Eric? Um, he said it's happening because the state regulations uh, don't specify, you know, limits under 25 people per room for licensed events. So, you know, he split it up into six sessions in two days, and they're going to be clearing out every room in between every session. And that's how it's going to work. So instead of two-session meet, you got a three-session meet um, each day, Saturday and Sunday. But seems like the, the meet Bryce was supposed to do. And uh, Zen McCollum, our boy Zen. What up, Zen? That sucks because he had a great geared prep and can't do the meet now. But that shit got canceled. Um, I, I don't get why. But, you know, safety first, I guess. I don't know what's going on in Colorado. We we went to Colorado to get COVID. We were kind of lucky. Yeah, it, it is what it is. But, I mean, he uh, you know, he's planning on doing a mock meet, he said. He's streaming it. So he's streaming it, I think, on his Twitch. And I'm not sure if other people are lifting in it with him or not. But I think a few other people who are going to do the meet are going to test with him. Yeah, I'm curious about it. Like, I'd like to, I don't know, watch some of it. Oh, I'm going to watch yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, it should be interesting. This pod will be posted after it already happens, but, you know, we'll be watching. Yeah, so, I mean, we've kind of had this debate, Ashton versus Bryce, and Ashton's cards are on the table. So what do you think Bryce is going to do? You think he's going to – you think he's going to – I think I think he's going to put it on meet? the – I think he's going to put it on the bar. Yeah. I mean, it's a mock meet, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he did win 952, honestly. So. I mean, just looking at his openers, because I kind of forgot he was doing this meet. Uh, I think um, I think it's going to be too much for him to make up in the squat, to be honest. I mean, his 315 looks good, but 360, I mean, that's – it doesn't look like he can squat 360 based on this video. Yeah, but no. he doesn't need to squat His bench is going to bench blow, more. blow it out of the water. So say he squats 345. Yeah, he's going to bench – yeah, it looks like he's going to bench 230 all day, I would assume. You know, that's what it looks yeah. like to me, about 230. And then if he could squat so, like 345, 350 – and then what's he pulling? I think I think if he's he's trying numbers around mid sevens, low fives, and then an eight twenty six pull because that he pulled eight oh four in the gym. You you got to think these guys are peaking for more than what they did in the gym. He's close, so I wouldn't be surprised if in a mock meet, really comfortable conditions in his gym, he's able to do it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be real close. Yeah, so we got a lot of other lifters to get to. Um, same meet, same meet. We're going to stay with the meet. I'm going to save the best one for last, but um, Sam Calhoun. Big shout out Sam Calhoun. I've always been a fan of hers. I think she's just such a great lifter, super respectful, no antics, no crap like I would do or a lot of, yeah. the, not of the rest of the USAPL would do. She's just she's a, like a great clean-cut gal. Great role model, I think, yeah. is my point. But she had a really good day. And I don't know if it was there were any American records or not, but super impressive. 63 kilo female, 396-pound um, squat, a 242-pound bench, and a 485 deadlift. And she missed 507 on deadlift. She's been chasing a 507 deadlift for a long-ass time. Um, she posted about it. It got away from her. Um, but all in all, I think that was a pretty sick meet for her. She's uh, she's probably the best 63 kilo lifter in the world. So um, awesome to see her get a chance to get out on the platform. Um, 
All right, the last one, and it's not even somebody who competed. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky Cho yeah. or Pug the Goat. Yeah, Ricky Cho. So uh, we, like, kind of met him at uh, in Colorado, but, like, when I say kind of met him, like, he didn't really say what's up. Didn't, I didn't really, like, talk to him at all. Did you talk to him? I talked to him, like, for one second. I mean, they kind of had this crew, and they were just, yeah. like, filming each other the yeah, whole they were, weekend. They were, like, filming each other and, like, making YouTube videos. Yeah. And, like, you know, like I was even be... sitting there making lunch and I was like, you fucking making a YouTube video of us eating lunch or like just fucking around. Like I'm always a dick to try and break the ice. Yeah. And uh, they were just like, yeah. And I was like, and then I came over and talked shit about raw when they're all standing in a circle and film it. And I was like, put that on your fucking YouTube video. <laughs> 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 but we also met his coach, Joe TSA. And um, I just talked a lot of trash to him because he was in a donut eating contest and I told him he's yeah. weak and he and he runs slow. But, you know, all in all, <laughs> they, they seem like nice guys. It's just that there were so many people there that we didn't we didn't bond with everybody. You know, I was more like trying to see we were shooting the shit with Jason Mike and Charlie Yang and like, yeah, they were cool. you know, but so we did meet these guys. And we'll preface this with that. But um, also like Ricky was there at the but I don't remember him really doing any like lifting exhibitions or anything. Like uh, he, he pulled like, 300 keys and then just like stopped. And we were like, well, why are you here for the, no, it looked like he like kind of maintained his training. Like, I don't yeah. think he like, you know, really, but that's like, not what we were there for. Yeah. Yeah. He, he like came and like kind of like main, did his own thing kind of, well, well, you know, whatever. Regardless, he, he, he planned to do this meet. It was a, a prep. I mean, obviously he's a super impressive lifter. So I follow him on Instagram. I follow his training. And uh, I guess he has a kind of like reputation of just talking trash to Taylor Atwood. Well, I don't, I don't think he talks trash to Taylor Atwood. What he well, does, Taylor has him blocked. Does he really? Yeah, I think I, he has talked trash to him. Oh, okay. So I, I know that he like is kind of gunning for Taylor Atwood and saying that he thinks he's gonna, you know, beat him or beat his numbers. But the more, the more stuff that I see is like him, you know, uh, replying to people that comment on his stuff, like like haters on his thing. He like loves to blow them up and like be like a complete asshole to people and then like screenshot it and put it on his story. So I see that. Yeah. It almost like I want it to be like a shtick that he has because like in person he just seemed like a normal guy. Yeah, he seemed all right. I mean. But anyway, it was just a lot of shit talk, a lot of, you know, guess what my numbers are going to be, oh, more than Taylor's, blah, blah, blah. Turns out he doesn't make weight. And just decides not to lift. Doesn't lift at the weight class above. Doesn't fucking lift. And so people are like, yo, what the fuck? They're trying to, you know, this meet was streamed. Everybody's watching Ashton. People watching Charlie Yang. People watching Sam Calhoun. People are excited about this meet. It was the same meet. Yeah, Joe's- Well, where the fuck's Puck to go? So I text <laughs> Alex. I go, is there some Korean name that he would have? Like, you know, everybody knows him as Pug. I yeah. see that name. I thought his name was Ricky Cho or Richard Cho. You're like, I see some other like Asian looking names here, but like, I, I was don't like, know. I was like, <laughs> some Asian guy squatted like 260 at 74. Could that be him? Like, did he have a shitty day? And we we're just like, no, no, no. no. no so, then, so then I'm like going to Instagram and I'm like, what the fuck happened? So. He posts like, oh, you know, it's like the typical raw lifter, like didn't have the day I wanted, but like times a thousand because like. No, it's like miscalculation with my weight <laughs> cut. We'll make YouTube video about it later. <laughs> yeah, we'll give update later. <laughs> and everybody's like, what miscalculation? Like he was like, it, it's funny because beforehand he's like bragging about beating Taylor Atwood and bragging about how easy his cut was going to be. 
And I've seen this dude in person. He looks way bigger than 74. Like, he's cutting a lot of fucking weight. I make fun of the short. Yeah, he's shredded. Shredded as fuck. He's got huge quads. I make fun of the short raw lifters. He is not one of those guys. He's tall for his size. Yeah, he is. He's like the height of like 93. So I think he's cutting a shit ton of weight. So I guess the story goes, and it's kind of just weak to me. His coach, Joe, TSA. uh, Sorry, I don't know Joe. TSA is his last name. Just know him. Stanek? Joe Stanek. Good call. So Joe Stanek, he posts posts a story basically like on behalf of Ricky. First of all, Ricky had his coach fly out there, you know, um, I know Joe was probably coaching other people and helping other people, but how much do those also, coaches get paid to fly out to meets? I don't know. I don't know if it's something that they have a deal with a lifter. Or I've seen when a when a coach is coaching multiple lifters, it's kind of like pooled. Yeah. Or if you've literally, you know, maybe you're just going because you know you're coaching so many lifters at probably one good, meet. Probably make decent. Either way, his coach flies out to help him, and you know, I guess he posts that he woke up like. At an all-time low of time of wake up for a weigh-in, right? So you don't know what that means. Does that mean he he woke up at weight? Did it, did he wake up three keys over? You don't really know. So they don't really say. But he woke up at an all-time low. Everything was going great, right? And then usually he would you know sweat off the last remaining weight. So assuming he's still overweight, um, in a in a sauna in a commercial gym. But since you don't have access to that, which I'm sure if you really wanted to, you can find access to a sauna somewhere. Um, instead, he bought like a portable sauna. But what I'm guessing happened is they didn't do like a test run or Joe or somebody didn't get up early enough to get it set up and heat it up to the right temperature. Basically what they said, by the time they figured out how to fucking work the portable sauna, there was not enough time to cut the last whatever x amount he said a half hour before weigh-ins a half hour before weigh-ins right mm-hmm. keep in mind you have two hours of weigh-in or 90 minutes to weigh in right he was a kilo over so that means it ain't he, shit it ain't shit for Dude, a half hour bench nationals yeah I we put you in a fucking you were heavy fucking... we put you in a salt bath and you weighed in with no time left and you still competed that's what i'm saying yeah, Fuck you this do guy, the hot, man. do a hot bath, a hot bath, hot shower, sweat it out, dude. Put some I went bags so on. I, here's what here's what I did, right? I literally turned the shower on in the hotel to as hot as it would go, and then I just stood in in the bathroom for like 25 minutes with a sweatshirt on, and I I lost a kilo. Went downstairs and weighed in. What's this fucking? Guy I'm figured you got to try and do something, but they're like, you didn't want to risk injury, didn't want to do anything stupid. I'm like, dude, figure it out. Like I've never cut weight in my fucking life. But I feel like I can speak to, I've ne- I've done so many meets, I've been so injured, so fucked up, traveled all over the world. I've never, I've never signed up for a meet and not competed. Never. I just think it's a funny image because like these like portable saunas look super dumb. They look like these like, you know, like those little kid like tents, you know, that you set up but like your head just pops out of this little tent. And then there, I guess there's like some sort of like blower, like heater inside of it. But it just looks like this little like tent house. And then the guy's head is popping out of it. And there, and like it just looks so lame. And I can imagine that he's just in the warm up room, like with his little like pop up tent thing. And then like someone's filming him while he's making a YouTube video. He's just like, if, if you way. knew that was the case, I would have, I would so have like drunk. paid a hundred dollars for a spa appointment at 7 a.m that day and made sure you had access to a sauna or something 
Um, it shower. does. Yeah, or just not shower. Just take a fucking shower. Something, an Epsom salt you, bath. You go in a small bathroom in a hotel and you crank it all the way up hot and you wear a couple layers of sweats and you sweat. I honestly, I'm honestly not Kilo. sure this kid ever had the intention of really competing because it makes no sense that you wouldn't plan ahead a little bit more. Yeah, with the portable sauna. You're the weigh-in is half an hour in the future and you're uh, a kilo yeah it wasn't like he weighed in with a half hour left he weighed in he specifically said did you even try to weigh in they didn't try to weigh in in wrestling you'd shave your head yeah i mean legit like so half an hour before weigh-in he literally has you know two hours basically yeah, and keep yeah. and then and then the shit that went on afterwards, people were commenting just ragging on him and he's just right back, like just shitting on them, you know, unfollow me, whatever, which is fine. Like, you know, I I'll keep following him because I'm interested in what the kid's gonna do, but I'm also you know, if these I'm also not gonna ride his dick or, you know, in, intentionally just comment to start shit. I mean, I'm going to talk about some podcasts. I hope he listens. I hope he hits me up and tells me I'm a fucking asshole, but I just think it was super weak. Yeah, it just like kind of is it's like a soft move. Just soft. It's like you lose a little bit of respect. Yeah. But, you know, for for his numbers are very respectful. I think even if you're a sh- he's not a shit dick lifter, he's not a no-name lifter. He like he's a, a very guy. good lifter. Even if you're a no-name lifter, if you sign up for a meet and you miss Worst case scenario, you miss weight, you still lift. I mean, what a waste of fucking time. Yeah, well, and, like, the thing is, like, he's, like, seems like he's got a pretty, like, decent following. He makes money off of the sport, selling his stuff. Selling fucking mouthpieces, you know, selling what's mouth that about? Selling mouth guards and shit, and, you know. You don't lift, you don't need a mouth guard, Coaching no. and, like, do, doing stuff. <laughs> so, like, he has people that are his fans. He has fans that are looking forward to watching him lift and stuff. You know, why not just, like, miss weight and lift dumb like listen if you and you know my crazy whole, about that like why don't you just shows you, like, you peak big ju- juxtaposition between like a real lifter and some clown like this kid is like jimmy Cobb. when we talked to him he was like you know i'll hit you guys up if i don't end up doing the show like you know yeah. don't worry like i'll let you know like because he feels a responsibility as somebody who like that's his job like he does the patreon he does the videos all this bullshit yeah like he he's like you know i'm gonna take responsibility of like what i'm gonna do because this is my thing but like this fucking kid he can't even <laughs> be bothered to figure out how to lose weight before the meet like get the well, fuck out of i'm it. just saying like even if so what was going on even if he waited in a half hour before and sense. he was at weight right they went on to say we didn't feel safe rehydrating and and going to lift and risking what? injury it's like well what if you did make weight were you gonna really lift more than taylor atwood 100 yeah. not you're gonna weigh in at that weight <laughs> two hours before the lifting starts so even if so say you weighed in at 75 kilos and you put in a total that was more than taylor atwood's i think that's something that you can be like hey i miss weight it's really unfortunate um i tried using a portable sauna morning of it didn't really work out, so I missed weight, but I still totaled, you know, eight whatever. I don't even know what the fuck, the, what I forgot what Taylor totaled. It was yeah. something good, but I, those numbers don't make sense to me anymore. Yeah, that would be a better But that would out. be a better thing. It wouldn't even be a comp out. <laughs> Shit comp happens. Out. Yeah. I mean, Alice McLean flew to Japan for Bench Worlds and he missed weight, but when, when you miss weight at, at Worlds, you can't even lift. That well, fucking sucks. Uh, yeah, okay, no, but if you have the opportunity to lift, you just lift. I, I guess it's like, I guess a, a cop out's the wrong term for it, but like that w- that would better be better story. It would be a better story, right? Or if he like does that and then 
It's like, do you think that he just didn't think his numbers were going to be there and he doesn't want to lift because he, he's like is scared he's not going to be able to back his words up? So he just was like. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So 100%. Just, I don't think, I don't think at just, this point, I think it's because he's too big. I don't he was, think he'll ever be able to do it. He was it. scared. Yeah, I'll put it on record. I don't think he'll ever total more than Taylor. I was scared. We know who's going to total more than Taylor, but we'll get to that later. Because I forgot one more person from this meet. Yeah. Peachy's Pe- Peachy's a fan of this guy. Adam Amola lifted. Oh, yeah. Do you bench oh, only? Oh, all right. Bench only, obviously. Adam Amola. And in wow. typical Adam Amola fashion, he missed his opener in his shirt. It was like 320 at 93. He went up to yeah. 330. Got it. Got it. New yeah. American record. I saw the video. I don't have a problem with this American record. But, again, probably, you know, we shouldn't be giving out American records at local meets. But now, 330 or 727 at 93 kilos is your uh, equipped bench only American record. Yeah, Pete, you better start cutting. <laughs> yeah, to 93. Well, here's the thing, dude, right? So the interesting thing about that record is he benched like 320-something like fucking six years ago at the Arnold, and he hasn't yeah. been able to touch that shit in forever. Like his best bench recently is probably only like 310, 312. So that's pretty crazy. I'm yeah, really and it, it looked good. I saw a video. I'm stoked about it. Adam's a great guy. Um, and then he went for, I think, something fucking crazy. I'm pretty sure he tried 760 or 345, and he missed it. But I don't doubt it. Man. That's, the, that's the true mark of a bencher. One for a three, American record. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's our bencher. That's funny when he's like, how many people are going to bomb out of this meet? And he goes, two, and we laughed in his face. That yeah, I was like, funny. two minimum. There's no way there's less than two. <laughs> there's a very good chance there's four out of nine, at least. Maybe five. Yeah. Um, but maybe he's right because if you're if you're using the rubber bench shirts, you're not going to bomb. Yeah, you're not going to bomb. Yeah. So two, yeah, maybe two, maybe I he's right with that. two. Anyway, yeah, and maybe with multi, there's less. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So that was the winter record. We we had f- crazy five really big lifters. Like you know, even though Pug the Goat didn't lift, I think he's notable enough where we had to talk about the fucking. Portable sauna. Yeah, maybe there's fiasco. some. Maybe there's some other story. Maybe this isn't the real story. Yeah, know? maybe it's some story like he, he a took a piss story. test the night before in his own home, and he he was still hot. You know, so why take the risk? Hypothetically. Oh yeah, hypothetically. I'm not saying anything. That could happen to somebody. I think that's what. I don't the, think that could happen. Like if you remember, like Dmitry Klokov in the London Olympics, like the two days before was like, oh, um, I have a horrible injury and I'm not going to be able to lift. And it's like, what, really? Because we've been following your training for two years for this. <laughs> so obviously he was he was too <laughs> he 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 failed the in home test as we like to call it the in home, and yeah. he didn't show up to the Olympics. He didn't even travel because he knew if they got near him, he was gonna piss hot. So um, I know that you know that is a thing, and maybe there is another story. Who the fuck knows? You know, you know, you know what? If if Pug the Goat after after some somebody sends him this stupid podcast if he wants to come on the podcast come on the podcast you know everybody's welcome on the oh, podcast he's gonna be like who the fuck are he's gonna shred us he's not even gonna care he's not gonna want to come on the podcast yeah man that's why i'm opening the invitation just come on who cares joe tsa too i'll make i'll make fun of these kids again not like i didn't already do it in person so it doesn't matter um 
All right. Well, we got another one we got to really dig into here. <laughs> there was a meet in Columbus, Ohio. And, uh, you know, I would like to say our buddy, Quentin Meyer, I've competed um, overseas with Quentin Meyer as part of the national team so many times, maybe three or four times, four or five times now. Um, he's one of the great, he's one of the great equipped lifters in the USAPL. And uh, he has a current American record total. Um, and he had a, a big prep, was posting big stuff, saying, talked to Luis, said, I'd like to bre- break the bench record. I'd like to bench break the squat record. I obviously like to bench total record. And so we're all behind that. So Quentin was trying to decide if he should do a meet at his home gym or go somewhere else. And I think it's great that he decided to do a meet not at his own gym. Okay. And that's number one. Number two is I'm watching a bunch of meets on lifting cast. I'm trying to see what the hell Charlie Yang's doing and Ashton. I'm on lifting cast. They're going at it. And somebody that trains with Quentin messaged me on Instagram. Oh my God. Quentin's going for the American record squat on his third attempt today. And I go, I'm on the lifting cast. The meet hasn't started yet. Or is the lifting cast behind? Like, can you send me video? Can you send me this? What's going on? He goes, Oh no, yeah, the meat hasn't started. That's just what he's going for in his third. And I just sit there, I'm sitting on the couch, I'm like, this is something that you look back on and you think to yourself, you shouldn't have fucking said that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the power of the gods love to, to jinx shit. You can never claim a weight before you actually slay the barbell. Especially okay? a record. Especially a record, okay? So what ends up happening, Peachy, Quentin Meyer opens up at 390 kilos. The American records, I mean, the American records. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's the world record squat. He was going to attempt an unofficial world record. The world record squat is 430 kilos. That means he was planning on doing 220 kilo jumps, which is fine with me. But what had happened was he missed 390 twice and then pulled out of the meet. Didn't even attempt it on his third. Oh my God. So. I don't know if you caught up with him, but he posted that he just really felt awful. Maybe he has coronavirus. Maybe he doesn't. He was all discombobulated. Oh, he had a migraine. But he was asking, is a migraine symptom of coronavirus? I feel terrible. Oh, he said that? Yeah, I just read his story and stuff. And so we were just like sitting around like, man, (laughs) he was too discombobulated to to lift. He was super discombobulated. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like. You can't make this shit up. That sucks. But it sucks, man. I, 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 I felt discombobulated myself, you know, when you wear equipment and, and <laughs> I was squatting the other day. Friday night. I yeah. was squatting equipped and shit, I felt real discombobulated after that. Like yeah, you the went, lights were all bright. And you took three twenty for a walk. Yeah, I almost dumped it too. <laughs> Super discombobulated. I was too discombobulated to walk. I'm saying you took it for a walk when you shouldn't have been walking with it. You started yeah. fucking walking around I, with it. Well, I changed my shoes mid squat session in equipment, and that was dumb. Yeah. Anyway, man, obviously we were disappointed to see that happen. We, want, we were Meyer. rooting for him. We wanted to see him lift it. But what I don't like is making claims that are disrespectful to the sport. I think what you need to do is respect the weight. If you don't respect the weight, bad things will happen. I've seen it a million times. You'll get Karma is a bitch in powerlifting. You'll be smited by the gods. You will be smited by the powerlifting gods. So that's maybe that's what's happening to Pug the Goat talking all that shit about Taylor Atwood. Maybe he's getting smited. He that's definitely a powerlifting god smiting. 
Who else gets smited? Anybody else? You know, I feel like, you know, Blaine got smited a few times. Blaine, World in the history, games. World Games, he made a post. He stayed at like a five-star hotel, which is great, um, with his wife. But he posted like staying up here in his penthouse looking down on the mortals. And I was like, fuck, man. So I messaged him. I, you know, like I don't even keep the shit to myself. I messaged him while we're in Poland. I was like, I got an apartment with a kitchen. Like, am I like still? I guess I'm just still immortal. But I thought I was pretty cool <laughs> because like everybody else was staying in the like, college <laughs> dorms, and I got like an apartment with a kitchen and just paid for it out of my own pocket instead like of the a, free dorms. A demigod. But I'm like, dude, you could think highly of yourself, but like I don't know. There's just some things that cross the line a little bit, like respect for you and and i think blaine has learned a lot and he's super humble he's super humble i think that was out of character i think he was trying to really hype himself up for this meet and that's just like part of the mental game i do think he's a humble guy there's also times where people have made t-shirts i'm gonna bench 800 pounds or i'm gonna total 2500 pounds well guess what it never fucking happens so <laughs> yeah there there in the history of the sport i think there are just certain things you don't do yeah and i mean for example jimmy cobb he didn't even want to put himself he in his own projections. He didn't even want to say if he yeah. would win or not. Yeah, you know, he was obviously he's confident. You know, yeah, I'd like to win if it if it so happens. You know, I think I might have the shot. Hundred percent. When I think you he's know, laying but, in bed yeah. with his with his wife at night, he's talking about winning. Yeah. You know, but he's not going to put that out there and disrespect his competitors. Or I I really think it powerlifting might be a god fearing sport. You have to fear. Yeah, the you're gods. At, you're at the mercy, especially <laughs> with equipment. The ghost, Anything can happen. The ghost of Paul Anderson, you know. Gene Reichlack. The ghost of Gene Reichlack. They're looking down on you, and they're they're looking at what you're saying, you know. Yeah. So they're vengeful. They're vengeful. Don't don't disrespect the God. So that's what happened to our boy Quentin. Um, hopefully he'll be all right. Get clear. Get his head cleared out. You know. Yeah. We've been there. We've been all. <laughs> we've all been discombobulated from yeah. the year. And- not fun another another one of our boys i just want to give a quick shout out to new douglas competed yeah like he squatted 804 he pulled 727 um he benched something shitty because that's what new does but all in all it was an american record total Pretty impressive american <laughs> american, american american record, record total record, record. this is like when strongman let everybody <laughs> make re- records everywhere in their home gyms so it's the same shit what what do you think about newt's newt's performance it's Pretty impressive. Uh, the deadlift I know is a PR. He'd been chasing for a while. That's a big deadlift for him. So I'm stoked about it. I, I, th- I think squat. he was happy with his bench. I think the squat came down. The squat was a little bit iffy on the up and down, but they gave it to him. Right? They gave it to him. And again, it's a meet that was held at his home gym. Um, you know, Maybe this was Don't one where they didn't have the American there. record judges. So maybe it doesn't matter. Unofficial, unofficial, but they gave him a squat. But he even said, Tough day on the squat, didn't really love how it went without really saying, like, Hey, my lift shouldn't have counted. I don't think that's his responsibility, but they um, gave it to him. They gave it to him. I think he knows he knows he needs to to, to clean that up. Yeah, he had a very like similar that. looking squat in Washington. Uh, what was that, 2018? 2018? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a very similar looking squat, and I think it was with 804 as well. But then he cleaned it up in like 2019 Worlds or something. I think he ended up doing like 370. Did I get that right? Yep. And then, uh, you know, I think he probably just needs to, you know, train more seriously for real meat, and he'd probably be fine. 
Yeah, the deadlift for sure is crazy because I remember when I first started lifting, I actually lifted against New at Men's Nationals in 2013, and his PR was like 322 deadlift. So yeah. I know that he's been really trying a long to push time. up that deadlift for a long time. So. Yeah, so I was happy sure, for him. Really it it didn't that. even look that hard. Um, so good shit, Newt. Um, you know, Newt's asked to be on the podcast, but I'm honestly like, Newt's not that spicy. But we'll consider it, dude. We'll consider it. I mean, I've only talked to him a handful of, a handful of times. Uh, it would be cool to have his dad on the podcast. Oh, yeah. If we can get Jeff on the podcast. we can pod. get the two of them together? Yeah. That would be sick. It was like, Van, I mean, you can Newt's be on the pod of, if you bring Sherman, you know? It's I, kind haven't, of that I haven't really talked <laughs> to Nick that much. I mean, maybe he maybe he could turn it up a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. You know? I, I'd, I'd at least get him to tell one story about me. Well, me and him did not get along years and years ago. I'd, I'd, get, I'd get him to tell that story. I mean, I wouldn't have. My, I wouldn't mind having Newt on. All right, if he wants to be yeah, on, let's line him up. Newt. Line him up. Newt, Newt, Newt listened a lot. I hope he's still listening, motherfucker. I hope you're still out there, you little shit. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, nice, nice pull. Um, all right, let's keep it rolling. I want to save one specific one for last. We have Austin Perkins. Oh shit! That 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 talk about a fucking grind of a squat. <laughs> this kid, he's a seventy-four, right? Yeah. He squats 300 fucking keys raw, absolute grind, but good. Yeah. It's insane. He's a really, really talented guy. So what did, what did like, uh, Taylor? That's more than Taylor squatted. Yeah. That's way, that's, that's way more. It's a bit more. I think Taylor might have squatted 292 yeah. and this is 300. Um, he also pulled the same as Taylor 320. Um, problem is Taylor, you know, bench. Taylor bench 199 the bench. and, uh, Austin bench 180, which ni- it's 19 kilos. It's not yeah. that much. And, and Austin's got that crazy squat and, um, it, it honestly looks like they both could pull a bit more. So, um, at the end of the day, I think Taylor told something in the low eight tens, maybe eight twelve, something like that. And Austin totaled 800, which he's the second 74 to ever do that. Um, I think it's. It's amazing because he's only 21 years old. Mm, something like that. Um, he walks around at weight or lighter. Um, he lifts in gear and raw. He's a really special dude. I was actually hoping I would get to see him lift at collegiates in gear, but I think he's, I think maybe he's feeling a little beat up from this meet. This is two consecutive weekends, and uh, I talked to Big Mike, and Big Mike said he might not. Big Mike said he might not be lifting in gear this weekend. But um, I don't really have anything to say about his lifts. They were awesome. It's crazy. It's one of the performances where we're not going to, you know, him and Sam Calhoun maybe get out of here super clean. We're not going to talk shit about them because they're just that exemplary, you know? Yeah. Peach, did you see the lifts? Uh, yeah, I was kind of looking at them right now, actually. Um, I remember the squat. I mean, you had to be under a rock to not see the squat. Um, but let me take a let me take a look at the rest of the meat. Um and 180s. But yeah, I mean, obviously the squat is super impressive. And um, you know, I can't I can't I I, I was looking forward to seeing lifting gear as well because yeah. honestly a lot of the college guys don't lift in gear anymore. Like that's sad to say, you know, but um, you know, he was one of the last guys to really, you know, still be hitting it pretty good in gear. So I was looking forward to it. But um Yeah, you know, I saw maybe him in lift- the spring at, at Collegius twenty twenty one or something. Yeah, I saw him lift at Collegius twenty nineteen. He was a freshman and he beat the fucking pulp out of everybody in gear and he, no one really expected it. 
it's always good to see those freshmen come in and fuck everybody's day up. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, Austin actually he he uh, tags a bunch of people in some of his training videos, and he tags me in his equip training videos. And he's um, which I appreciate because he, uh, you know, I know one of his goals is openly to qualify for World Games, and we've talked about this how everybody's openly trying to qualify for World Games, and there's just there's just not enough there's just not enough out there, not enough spots out there. But I think Austin is one of those guys that I would bet on. If I if I had money, I would bet on him more than I'd bet on myself, honestly, because he's just such a special dude and super talented. And I think he's just getting stronger with time. I I hope to see when the World Games qualifying gets closer. Maybe he'll dedicate a little more time to the equip lifting. You know, but we'll see. Maybe he you know doesn't even need to. He's that good. By looking at the the the, the deadlift, his raw deadlift, um, I think that he would get a shitload out of his his suit just by <laughs> kind of looking at the the setup and. And how he really pulls it fast off the ground. I bet you he pulls like at least 340, you know, in a suit. And I don't know. The the problem is, is looking at he's a very flat back bencher, it looks like. So I don't know how much he'd be getting out of his bench shirt. Yeah, that's that's always a tough part for the lighter guys. But I still think if you think about him trying to total close to 900 at 74, where Newt's 83 He's placing top three at Worlds. Um, Newt's a World Games competitor. And, you know, for a while, his total was around 900 or 910. I think Newt might have just done 912, and that's a PR. Um, so you think about Austin tolling 800 raw. I think it's a pretty good chance he could toll near or over 900 as a 74. It's a weight class lighter than Newt. So I think even if he doesn't get a shit ton of a bench hurt, it might not matter. Yeah, just kind of looking at it, he would have to bench like 220 to get to 900. Um, that might be too much. Honestly. Yeah, we'll see. Big, stupid, Big Mike lives. Big Mike lives in Nebraska now to coach him, coach, that's coach true. Midland. So that's Big true. Mike will. If somebody can get someone to get some carryover, it's Mike. Yeah, it's Mike. So, I think the last individual performance we'll talk about, and and there's just so many, you know, we're going on and on, but there are just so many. This weekend was like historic, I feel like, for local American records. And this one's interesting because I think a lot of people would think I would say one thing about this, but I'm actually probably going to say the opposite. But Russ Orhe competed. Um, and for I saw the meet was on lifting cast. I he followed lifted. I followed his training. He lifted. He lifted. I don't know if he, he competed. He posted he posted like, you know, pictures of the meat set up. There were chairs, there were banners. It was a set up like a platform. And so I looked at the lifting cast. I'm like, damn, that's disappointing. There's only seven lifters in the meat and they're all from his gym. It's just a gym meet. But I still was under the impression that since it was on lifting cast, like it was sanctioned, it was going to have referees. Um, yeah, I, I actually sent to the group chat. I was like, oh, yeah, Russ just squatted some shit. Like, yeah, I'm on the it cast. looked like a USAPL. It was meet. on lifting cast. Everything looked like a meet. There, and like the pictures, there was judges chairs and stuff. There's judges, you know, except it wasn't a meet. Except there was no sanction. It wasn't a meet. It just wasn't a meet. It was a mock meet. It was a mock meet. But like usually when people do a mock meet. You know. Not like that. Yeah, so he squatted. Glorified. I don't even. They squatted seven twenty two. Is that three twenty? Or was it three twenty two and a half? This is the one thing. The one guy I didn't write down his numbers. I know he deadlifted 
744 and a deadlift in air quotes because yeah. it was a horrible lift. But again, it's a mock meet. And I think he benched like 451. Let's see here. Yeah, 722, 327. That's what Yeah, 722 squat. 200. 200 kilo bench. Yep. And, and 337. Yeah, this, those numbers add up to like 8, 1907. 865 or 1907. It's just way more than the current world record. Way more. Well, he says it completely destroys my old world record total yeah. of 833. You know, 32 kilos. It's a lot. Did he make weight? Do you know that much? I did he weigh in? I think he did. Uh, oh, we don't even know. You don't know. He probably didn't cut weight. Maybe he did. We won't even we won't talk about we it. We won't speculate. We won't speculate, but it's not we'll say lift, this. Is it on lifting cast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I think it was the body weights were on lifting cast, and I think he made weight. I think, I think he, he made weight. Yeah, I, I did look at that. So yeah. we'll correct that. He made weight. But what I like about Russ is that he seems like he literally marches to the beat of his own drum. Like he started his own clothing brand. It's kind of like got this cartoony comic book feel. I Like it's not stuff that I'm into, but I think it's, you know, it. It's cool. I, think I, it's like cool. It. I think it's cool. I think it's more maybe your style, Alex. But I don't own any. But yeah, I'm just saying, just in generalizations, like he he's got his own clothing stuff or apparel. Seems like he takes it pretty seriously. It's not like a half-hearted attempt. Like he actually tries to make cool stuff. He started his gym, corrupted strength. It looks like a really cool facility. I just think he just does what he wants, which which I kind of respect. You know, he doesn't really care what what other people think. I I really don't think, but. And then they had this mock beat. Yes, it is like COVID-19. There's not meets, but I'm sure he could have competed at a real meet. But at the end of the day, he said, I'm going to do this test meet. It's for me and my friends, and we're just going to do this and have fun. I think that in itself, I don't have a problem with it. If you really are just out there doing whatever makes you happy, marching the beat of your own drum, like you're, and especially if you're like the cock of the walk, like Russ, like, you know, I, I really don't want to hate on the mock meat thing. What I will hate on is that he he credited himself for seven forty four deadlift. It wasn't it was like a three quarter deadlift. No, he, he didn't lock he it out. Said that he, he said he got fit, it. No, he says that he he's not sure it would have passed if it was an IP. He's not sure. He says something like that. Uh, he like it, doesn't, it wouldn't he, have passed in a local meet. It wouldn't have passed <laughs> wouldn't in have the passed fucking anyway. WPO. He says something to the fact like he doesn't let's see what he says. Uh my final deadlift attempt was coming out of my left hand a bit once I locked out, so I know that probably wouldn't have gone my way in an IPF sanctioned meet. He said, "Yeah, that. okay." So, you know, well, he posted it and he, he was like celebrating, you know, celebrating at the lift, counting us total. I don't know, but at the end of the day, if you say it's a mock meet, it's a mock meet. Yeah, I thought I, it, I thought it was cool. They just set so it up, too. and it, it it seemed like a cool thing for people just to, for him and his friends to lift. I yeah, I I would have loved to do that too, and I think it's probably smart because it's probably just all the people that trains at his gym doing it too, so it's safer. So they're probably already like the same people that hang out. It's probably less risk of, you know, spreading COVID around. He doesn't want a bunch of strangers coming into his gym. Yeah, he probably doesn't want to deal with health officials and like bullshit, and he just wants to lift. So, you know. If if he has the ability to do that and he's got the clout to make it happen and you know I'm sure he makes sick YouTube videos and content yeah. out of it so like good for him, it's sick. But yeah, I mean like 
you can't you can't count that list. Yeah, but like he he says that he didn't. He, the only know, thing is that like, you know it's it's I totaled X amount and it smashes my old world record. Like I would have yeah. just I would have acknowledged how much you lifted, but maybe just worded it a little differently. Yeah, I mean I think I'm just jealous. <laughs> I'm not jealous, dude. Russ, Russ Wool in person probably is 5'4". He probably is up to my waist. Well, I mean... <laughs> I'm just saying I wouldn't trade. No, I wouldn't I'm, tra- I'm jealous that I he's got trade his own... World I'm jealous that he's got his own gym that he can do a mock meet in and like all this shit. Yeah, but we got our own. We can yeah, watch our mock meet back. here. Yeah, we got we, world records. We got our own gym. Yeah, I'm jealous about? of his strength. You dude, know? He just got Alico plates. We, You know, he I'm, was training on pound plates. We've been His pecs are... Juicy. All right. We could be jealous of his packs. I'm jealous of his packs. Yeah. <laughs> jealous of his packs. Yeah. I mean, I'm jealous of his shoe collection. No, I'm not that. See, jealous. I don't care about shoes. I know you don't care. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying, I think he's an awesome guy to say. He seems I, cool. Yeah. He seems cool. Um, I've never met him in person. I hope to. Yeah. Um, I probably will at some point, but out Luis, of the Luis talked to him, I think. Yeah. Luis said he's kind of cool. Yeah. He said he's cool. Out of all the raw guys, I think he's way cooler than Pug the Goat. For sure. Oh yeah, I mean, there's like it's like Charlie Yang, Charlie Yang, Russell, Russell. And Pug the Goat, yeah, and then you know, and we have Bonica. Oh, Bonica, Jason dude, Mike. Jason, Mike. Yeah, we got a lot Tony of Tony Clay. Oh, Alice McLean, Alice McLean, Bryce, Bryce Lewis. Yeah, dude, it's a good community. I, we shit on a lot, but really, all our friends are fucking raw lifters. So. Yeah, and we're just like their idiot cousins or something. I, I'm just. Uh, yeah, I think I'm jealous because I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we we have a fun time shitting on folks, you know. And some people deserve to be humbled, you know. It's all in good spirit. We all yeah, love the sport. We all respect the all numbers. Right. Let the numbers do the talking. You know? For sure. I want to do one last thing with you on this pod. I know this yeah. pod was ninety percent. There's two percent. Peachy has coronavirus. Ninety six percent people lifting last weekend because it was just a crazy weekend but i want to do two percent gear talk gear talk i need you to give me your feedback and people people have been excited for this so i hope our loyal list people people are ready for this this. people are ready for this so i hope our loyal listeners are still on with us but the mark bell slingshot briefs the slingshot briefs give us a down low the power pants no, don't call them power pants because I have the power. Inzer power pants. The Inzer power pants are. Different. You have the Mark Bell slingshot the briefs. Slingshot briefs. Well, I bought these things because uh, when we had Nick Wright on, he was telling me about them, and I was like, "That sounds kind of sick." And uh, I saw that you have your Inzer power pants, and I was kind of like, "Oh, maybe I should get those too." But yeah, this is kind of like a, it's like a light version of briefs. It's basically just the knee neoprene knee wrap material briefs. That com- it comes way up to like, comes way up to like above the belly button, so you can <laughs> belt it in. And I ordered like a, I think I ordered a large. I think I ordered a large. The shit was pretty tight. It was actually pretty hard to put on. It was like kind of like putting your squat suit on. A it little was bit. yeah, it was like putting on a squat suit. But the thing with it is like when you put on a squat suit, like you have your straps that you can hang on stuff and pull yourself in. I am not you know too well versed with wearing briefs. So like it was a new thing to like try to pull it up. Um, you can imagine like if you've put on a tight pair of knee sleeves, like how tricky it is. But like imagine trying to get that up your thighs, over your ass, and like up over your over your fat ass. 
But um, once I f- finally got it on, I had Joe trying to help help me get it on. He was like grabbing my balls and my yeah, ass, we were down here tug, just me and you, and I like my... had my hand in your ass, and it was just weird. Uh, I mean, it was fine. It was, <laughs> like it was no one else was around. It was weird. Yeah, like it was a little bit tricky without help. The second time I put them on, I was, I was able to get them on without too much help. You you almost have to like lie down on them and like pretend like you're putting on the tightest pair of jeans you ever wore. So like maybe girls that are used to that will like be used to this. The jeans wiggle, yeah. Yeah, it's like imagine trying to pull on like some two super at, like tight ass jorts or something. Basically. Yeah. And uh so like when I put them on, I immediately felt this warm sensation around my groin and ass and hips. And it felt good. (laughs) It was tight, so it it provided some good compression around the hips, around the around the thighs and the ass. And I like um, immediately like squatted down. You get a little bit of pop out of it for sure. But for me, like I have achy hip flexors and hips and all that shit. And like when I when I wore these, I actually it did keep the area warm, and it did feel like a lot more comfortable in, in those joints for sure. Um, my first lifting session in them, I did some SSB squats and, uh, I hit some weight that I don't think I've ever hit on SSBs. Like I, I hit like 200, hit 200 keys, keys for some like really easy triples. I felt like in these pants, I could have done like a, a ton more reps. Like they were pretty smoke. So like, which like we were talking about your PR with 200 and your regular squat. Which is like seven reps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you could exactly. have done that or more, which means the power pants are definitely helping you. Yeah, so I think I'm getting a, a, some pop out of them. I, I belted up. Well, you also were wearing them in combination with Mark Bell. Oh, yeah. I wore the Mark Bell uh, gangsta knee sleeves, too. I think it's such a lame name, gangsta knee sleeves. It's just like... Fucking gangsta, dude. I don't know. It's kind of lame to know, say man. gangsta with an A and like just think of Mark Bell. But like... Ichi's a gangsta. Ichi is a gangster, but He's I will gangsta. say they are they are pretty tight and they're pretty thick and they definitely give you some pop too. So I like them. I like yeah, them. I think they're the not combo legal. Was huge. Yeah, they're yeah. not legal. They're not IPF legal. So like the knee sleeve IPF like regulation is seven millimeters thickness. So that's like what SBDs are, and these are nine and a half millimeters. Yeah, they were dumb. Like it was like when you were trying them on, we had to stretch them out. It was like a big yeah big candle. Well, I have I have <laughs> big calves. So like I got those Korean calves, but like, you know, you stretch them out a little bit. You get them on once. Like the first time you, I put on medium SBDs, they were like the same thing. But like, I was able to get them on. It's a nice combo. I like that shit. It was it was good. The Mark Bell shit's pretty good. Yeah, I just use uh use Nick Nick uh yeah use Nick's code Nick use Nick's code. No, it's like Nick ten Nick twenty five percent Nick ten Nick ten percent off. But like. I like I like these briefs. I, I deadlifted in them too. I ended up throwing sweatpants over so so my hands don't drag on them. But uh, they're pretty sweet. I mean, they they're, they're, they like remind you of a scuba suit. Yeah, it's like wearing a scuba suit. But like the thing is, like you were they, wet. They keep you warm. So like, and there is <laughs> it is like a scuba suit. Like it it like it got sweaty in there. Like you know how your <laughs> knee sleeves get sweaty. But like imagine like wearing s- just sweaty briefs covering your upper thighs all the way all the way up to like below your pecs like the things come way high so like it was like a little bit funky inside 
there, like when you open it up, there's it kind of felt like there was a swamp in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like I unrolled it and there was like a puddle in my belly button. <laughs> it was gross. You know? I just think it's fucking dumb, man. It's gonna stink after a little while. I mean, you got power pants. Yeah, because I'm injured. Because you're injured. I mean, People wear briefs. I just, in them. It's basically like for raw training. Like I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to flop. I don't think it's going to be that much. I think it's going to flop. Too. I don't think it's going to sell a lot because I don't think raw lifters want to belt in their briefs oh, no. or anything. No, 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 no. I don't. I, I don't they want to train in their singlets. I don't know how successful it's going to be commercially, but I will say that I am going to wear them. Oh, I I'm, think. When you, I'm lifting you raw, like, them, like yeah. I like them. Like, yeah. I think. I probably get a little bit out of them, just like you get a little bit out of knee, knee sleeves. I think it's probably like equivalent to the amount you get out of knee sleeves, maybe even less. But I, what, I guess my point is like you, it's not pop. that weird to you to to like struggle to get that product on because you're you've been an equip lifter. But I feel like you know there's not going to be a raw lifter or any big name raw lifters who are going to put the I, thing on. I but. don't know. I really don't know. I'm not sure. I think like the kids, like you'll never catch Pug the Goat wearing it. But, you know, maybe some other kids that lift raw in the USPA, they'll train in it. I mean, like it's not allowed in meets, right? So that's the thing. Like it is already niche there. I don't know. Even if you lifted raw with wraps, like would you want that crutch in training and then have to take it off where you're training for an equip meet so you're not really worried about. I don't think it's like really a crutch though because honestly, I don't think you get that much carryover out of it like i think it's literally like i don't believe you it's like it's like wearing knee sleeves. i don't believe you either because the way you were squatting 200 you squatted 200 for a triple on the safety squat bar for like multiple sets that's insane dude dude i did 290 for threes eccentric on the buffalo bar eccentric my squat's there 190 yeah sorry 190 so like it's like the bar is not as hard as the safety bar it's not even close i don't know safety bars really hard well time will tell i'm gonna squat like raw this uh tomorrow tomorrow we'll squat raw tomorrow i'll wear them i'm gonna warm up to some heavy weight because i'm gonna throw the gear on i'm hitting my heaviest All equipment right, i'm gonna call squat. you around 10 o'clock yeah right. so we'll see what happens but i honestly don't think you get that much i think it's like however much you get out of knee sleeves what five keys ten keys hey just say 10 keys out of spds 10 keys out of spds i think it's generous but maybe you get like five or ten out of a, out of this too. I don't think it's much more. It's, All right, that's good yeah. on a Ross. Five, maybe five. Yeah, yeah. I think it's less than knee sleeves. I take five keys on my fucking total. But if anything, it just keeps the joints warm. It like it feels good. I like wearing them. So, I think the biggest problem with this product versus like shot and why all the raw guys love a slingshot is that like you can just throw the fucking thing on and take it off. Like this yeah. is is too much of a process, probably. Like they don't want to lift in regular, they don't want to lift in powerlifting gear. That's why they lift in raw. So it's like, yeah. why would they go through the twenty minutes to put this thing on? How many raw kids? Like, like if we're like when we think of raw kids, like I think we think USAPL. But like, there's a whole other bunch of people. That yeah, that's lift a good raw. point. So like we're thinking of these like, like Tommy Gottschalk would buy this shit. You know, so like there's kids oh, out there, and like the yeah, and, like, yeah. definitely. Mark Bell's audience, like his target demographic, like I don't think they're mostly USAPL lifters because Mark Bell's not a USAPL lifter. Like these kids lift in all different other feds, or they just they just lift heavy weight in the gym. They don't even compete. So like, yeah, those guys they like the slingshots easy to put on. These briefs, uh, maybe the older guys. 
I don't know, man. Yeah, I can see like Stan Efferding fucking wearing them or older guys who are beat up. Yeah, I know like re- like Reband before SBD was Reband and they did all the strongman. They sponsored strongman. They sold the knee- those blue knee sleeves and the those, blue shit. Yeah, the, the blue shit was shit. everywhere. You you weren't cool. Em. I had them. You weren't cool if you didn't have the blue shit. Like and they sold pants too. They sold briefs. Oh, I had the pants. You had the pants. Yeah. Luis had the pants. The the main problem with the pants for me is I'd have to wash them too often. They fucking stunk. They got like I'm just yeah. a sweaty person. I can't be putting stuff like that on. But I don't know how well they did, you know, with the pants and they made a lot of money. I feel like back then, um, SVD kind of crushed them. Yeah. So, I think time will tell. I don't think it's going to be wildly commercially successful, but I think he'll sell a couple. You might you might start seeing them here and there. We'll see. Anyways, if you're like an equipped lifter and you do raw training, your hips hurt all the time, then you know maybe check them. So I'm out. not trying to. I'm not trying to promote I'm the not, fucking uh, thing. I'm no. I mean, like, I'm not. We're not like sponsored by them or anything. I own them. Like, yeah, I'm we're giving saying, our, you were giving your real review. Yeah, so I'm fair. just being honest. Like, my hips are kind of shitty and achy, and like it feels good. It's kind of a pain in the ass to put them on, but I think I'm gonna continue wearing them. Like, I don't think I'm just gonna like throw you them, break in the them in the corner. Like, yeah, I don't think I'm break them in. I think I'm gonna wear them on like heavier squat days, maybe. Yeah, until you're training for a raw, or meet. even light, even lighter squat days. How close would you think you would wear them to a raw meet if you were doing a meet uh, in the raw meet training cycle? You gotta, you gotta know. get rid of them at some point. We gotta do some like science and figure out how much carryover you get. Like I should warm up. I should warm up without you them, should, no, and then like, no, you should do heavy doubles again. Yeah, but I'm saying like I, last I, week. I could warm up to heavy doubles without them. And then throw them on and see if like it flies and if I can do more, you know. I don't think that's a good idea because it's almost like, you know, when you're like, you're gonna do a set in your deadlift suit and you're like, oh yeah, I'll just fucking max out raw and then put my deadlift suit on and then you put your suit on, you just can't even lift it. Yeah. Not like, like that. Though. You get it's not, carryover, it's but not it's like that. I I belted the thing in and expected it to like pull me, you know, pull me forward or something like a squat suit. It, you, I don't. It's imperceivable. Like not that much. It's, right. It wouldn't. It's not gonna throw your form off like crazy or anything. Like then that. do it. Dude. No, but what There's I'm no. saying too is like you might just be too tired to even get it after that. Nah, Babel doesn't you get know? tired like you. Doubles. You get tired. It takes me three heavy sets to even get <laughs> yeah. warm, dude. Yeah, he gets warmer as he goes. I need to fail a set for me to even hit. You know, hit it. <laughs> <laughs> for this, right? <laughs> dude, remember that time I, that that I did squat that 200? It was my last set that I like. You know. Went crazy. My second, yeah, my second yeah. set, I almost yeah. failed on like four reps, and then, and then like did seven. my fourth set, I did seven. So we'll see. We gotta All do right. some science. We'll, we'll, I mean, if people care, I don't know if people even care about these stupid briefs, but you know, we can update on that. What else? I mean, you're gonna start wearing your power pants. You can talk about those. Yeah, I'll give a, I'll, I'll give a talk on the power. I've, I've ordered power pants. Um, had some soft tissue issues in my glute and hip area i'm going to physical therapy for that now it's getting better but i do expect to start wearing the power pants kind of like after thanksgiving when i start um implementing more equipped training because mm-hmm. um, i am doing a meet in february and so those are basically like the z suit material briefs so they're like pretty light and then yeah it's light have you ever worn real briefs like the bot like boss? no i've worn a z suit though yeah. um i've never worn brief briefs so I was thinking about getting them, yeah. but so is that I like tried the only power pants for multi? First. 
basically? Yeah. Well, no. Um, USPA single ply uh, allows single ply briefs under your single ply squat suit. So USPA single ply has always been kind of trash, but um, that's one example. But you can wear any kind of layer briefs, and they have these crazy grid stitch briefs, multi-layer briefs for that go under your canvas or poly squat suit. In USAPL, if you don't wear a squat suit, can you wear briefs? No. The, because the suit has to be in the shape of a singlet. It has to have uh, straps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the, the bench shirt has to be a closed back t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. That's it's got to be form-fitting. Form-fitting, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I'm curious about those, but... Well, I'll see. I think the power pants you're supposed to be able to belt in. Well, I tried them on. I haven't lifted them yet, but since my yeah. belly's so big, yeah. it eats up all the material. I don't think I'm going to be able to belt them in. Yeah, because you belt over your gut. Yeah. <laughs> And the things don't go up the gut. They don't go up the gut. <laughs> so if you got a belly like that. There's a lot of real estate to pants. cover. I think if you got the Mark Bell things, you'd be able to fit your gut in there. Because they, they come up high. <laughs> they come up real high. <laughs> Listen, I'll, I'll consider it. If the power pants don't work out, then I'll consider the Mark Bell briefs. But I'll probably end up just ordering custom briefs from Minzer. Like brief briefs. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That, that's going <laughs> to... Yeah, so you just get some predators. Yeah, I'll get some preds. Just like... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I thought that was so funny that Jimmy Cobb doesn't bench raw normal. He only benches reverse grip raw. Yeah. That's, That's like you only squatting in briefs. Yeah. Well, it's going to happen. Donnie Thompson raw. doesn't squat raw anymore. I've been squatting raw. It's just that I really haven't been able to go heavy. You know, I feel strong, but taking I can't push it. I'm taking my time. I think Sorry. I need to excel. I need to add some accelerant to the uh, formula and just throw some briefs and wraps on. And then when I'm ready to get my squat suit, I'll just be ready to fucking go. <laughs> Hypothetical. When it's time. When it's time. Hypothetical. When it's time. All right. So we rambled on for a little bit. Uh, yeah. You're going to head down to Pennsylvania to help out Steve Mann with collegiates. I'd say I'd, 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 be, careful to, I'd be careful to say help out because we've kind of backed down a lot of things. We were supposed to bring pipe and drape. Um, we we told Steve we can't because we don't want to be giving them basically hanging fabric and then packing that into a truck later after it's been in the venue for so long and there's coronavirus particles in the, the drape. So no pipe and drape. Um, we are bringing, as promised, when we bought the Elyco set, we're bringing the Elycos back to him to borrow, yeah. which we gambled and we thought Collegius would be canceled. Yeah. And I it's mean, not. We, we talked about this. I mean, we talked. So about I have to go. on there. Peachy's on quarantine. Yeah, coronavirus at an all-time high. I will say Friday we are – we're not going to the venue. We're dropping the weights off and we're leaving the venue, so I'm not going to come in contact with anybody. And we're training at like a kind of private gym. Uh, don't even think – I'm not even going to say the name of where we're training because I don't think the facility is officially open to the public, but we're going to train there. So I think that will be safe. And I'm planning on combining my – lower body and my bench workout into just one workout tomorrow so i don't have to train anywhere else over the weekend sunday same deal we're going to the venue we're going to disinfect the plates with masks and gloves on and then we're going to pack them in the truck and leave so we're not going to be doing anything else um the one thing that sucks is steve had asked us a while back to do the live stream commentating we said yes for saturday um, for two sessions. Um, what we are doing is Lou is bringing some extra cables so that we could be in a remote location. Hmm. So hopefully not um, around too many people. Um, but yeah, that is something we are going to help Steve with on Saturday. Yeah. So, you know, 
I'd say listen to the live stream, but so Lou's pod- going with you. Me and Lou. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. podcast will be posted after the meet already happens. But uh yeah. Peachy's got the Rona. Seems like he's doing all right. But yeah, we're all gonna head back to our families for Thanksgiving, so it'll be good enough. Trying to, to stay safe, yeah. Not to bring anything back. So Yeah, but anyway, we'll uh we'll come back with a couple of new episodes in a bit. Uh, I think we still are trying to we're still trying to reel in some of those hard to hard to reel in guests. Yeah, yeah. We got a, a, a few blue whales we're chasing. We might have to have Peachy call in. You know, for one more week, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how he's doing. It's uh, fine. We get. He seems fine. Peach, though. we played a we played a cash game the other night. Like it was good, but it was it was nothing without you. There's the action was, the action was l- considerably lower. Yeah, are you gonna play online poker? What are you doing? Um. So, assuming that I don't have any further issues, which I'm hoping I don't, but assuming that I don't. Um, the first time that I can come into contact with people per CDC regulations would be actually the day before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So um, usually that's a pretty big day to play. So hopefully I'll be able to feel better and not have any issues. And do you have to get a negative test or you're just going to do the no, two they, week? They don't recommend that anybody gets retested for COVID until uh, 90 days after your first test. So like three months after, um, I don't know why that is. Maybe the tests would just keep testing you positive, even if yeah. you're not contagious or something. I'm not really yeah. sure, but the, the, the regulation is, is that from the first day of your symptoms, um, you have to wait 10 days and, uh, not have a fever without the use of, uh, like drugs and your other symptoms have to be improving or gone. And then you can, you know, go into the world. So um, I'm, my, I'm already uh, not having a fever without having to take any drugs. My symptoms are improving, but it's only been, you know, whatever, what it, whatever it is, four, five, six, however many days. So I have to wait another, you know, whatever it is, yeah, five, six, six days. Yeah, six days. Yeah. Hmm. But, but yeah, we, we're just. You know, we we're probably not going to see you next week if that's the case. But we need to get a cash game going at home with you back in the mix because I was like, I won the most, but I only was up like fifty bucks, which yeah. is trash because we played for a few hours. Like usually, there's much bigger pots than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, well, it was a it was well, a we only bought in. We only bought in for low. Well, we usually only buy in for twenty, but no, there weren't as well, many rebuys as 50. usual. All right, we'll do a Zoom and we'll show Peachy his cards. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> Alex tried to force the action. He pre he was pre flop raising every hand regardless of what he had. I'm assuming uh, to a dollar seventy, but that's it still Joe, didn't work. That's what Joe thinks. Still doesn't work. That's what he thinks. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, we so should... in two weeks we gotta get a good game together, and we'll get back. We'll get you back training again. Yeah. Well, Sounds good, man. We should probably Sounds wrap good. this podcast up. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to leave for Philly like an hour ago. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and almost, Lou's gonna be so pissed. almost ten o'clock. <laughs> we gotta load the plates right now. Oh man. But, oh um, fuck. Yeah. So I guess uh, thanks everybody for listening again. Um, you know, subscribe, like it, share it, uh, talk shit about it, do whatever you want. If uh, if Pug the Goat finds out, he can come on here and come on. Come on here. Well, and, uh, he'd have to bring his um his handler Joe TSA to speak for him. 
Do you do you identify more with Pug the Goat? Isn't he your Korean brother? Or are you embarrassed? Well, well that's what Korean? I thought when I saw him at Colorado. I like wanted to like give him like the Asian to Asian nod, but like he didn't really like do it. So then I was like, oh, it's yeah. like that. You know, damn man, that's disappointing. So like that's why I'm like I didn't really even like get introduced to him. Like I did the nod, but he didn't really. He was too busy like you know doing a YouTube video or something. So. Okay. So I was, you know, a little bit, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. All right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, check out, uh, check out Quest Nutrition Athletics, and uh, thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see you next time. Later. Peace. Later. Later, Peachy. See ya. Feel better. <laughs> thanks, man.